Hello, welcome to Fintech Impact. I'm your host, Jason Pereira. Today on the show is a recording of a brief intro that I gave to the recent Canadian Advisor Tech Expo. This was the very first financial advisor technology expo of its type in Canada, and that was actually put on by the Financial Planning Association of Canada, which I am president of. So in the opening, I took the time to talk to people about how they could kickstart their own digital transformation, and more so about the mindset and the goals and essentially what would have happened to them if they didn't. With that, here's my opening keynote. Before we get started, I'm going to give you a quick orientation. But before that, I'll give you a little bit of advice on digital transformation and how to kickstart the digital transformation within your own practice. So let's start by defining what digital transformation is. Quite simply, it is taking your practice and digitizing it. Why? In order to basically reap the benefits of digitization, efficiency, scalability, and enhanced experiences for both you and your consumer. Which one of us doesn't want to do less heavy lifting and, have, and make more money and service clients better? Which one of us doesn't want to do things better, faster, stronger, never having to re-enter things twice? That's the long-term goal. And that is something that you can start through a process of digital transformation. So how do you get started? Well, I'll give you some tips. The first tip is that you need to adopt an entrepreneurial mindset. Now, many of us see, each other, see ourselves as entrepreneurs. Some of us, more than others, some of us are fully independent, running their own offices, having to take care of all their own technology, while others basically work through dealerships who handle a large amount of the tech burden. And they may have restrictions. You may be one of them. And you may not be able to pick your portfolio management software. You may have to use what your dealership says. But whether you have the full independence to choose whatever vendor you want to work with, or you're restricted, there's always opportunities around the outskirts of those core technologies. And you need to basically treat your business like a business. Think about how you can enhance it. Don't wait for someone else to do that. And you can basically only do that by truly understanding what is out there, what's available. So take ownership of the problem. That's the first step is change your mindset. If you're one of these people, it depends on their dealership, change your mindset, grab your business by the reins, and basically look to drive it forward. And don't just delegate this. Because frankly, the dealers are too busy worried about the mass audience and core technologies. They're not going to get the things like your booking scheduling systems, some of your marketing, different, some different marketing tools out there, ancillary things around risk tolerance that basically maybe they don't want to bother with. But you can. You can spend the time and energy to focus on those and enhance your experience. Second tip, that is, is to educate yourself as to what's possible. Sure, it's nice that you're taking control of all this, but if you don't know what's out there in the marketplace and what others have done, it's really hard to figure out for yourself what it is you're going to do. So the good news is that there's plenty of good resources. There's several practice management podcasts out of the U.S. where we'll touch upon technology quite frequently. I myself host a podcast called Fintech Impact, which as of tomorrow will be celebrating its 200th episode. It's a great place to learn about different technologies available in the marketplace. And lastly, I'm going to share this with you later, I have an online directory of advisor tech solutions that you can look up for yourself. So once you've basically started to delve into this world, understand what's out there, you start to ask yourself questions about how can this technology that maybe wasn't even meant for finance actually enhance my business? So that's the thing is that there are tools that are built for us directly, and there are tools that are built for the general populace, and those tools apply to us potentially. The next step is basically to realize that technology is actually very important, but it's not a strategy. Technology is meant to support your business strategy. So don't go looking for 
the solution to your problem if you haven't figured out what your problem is properly. What I mean by that, does your business have its mission, vision, and values? Does it have a defined value proposition? What is it you deliver to people? How do you define and explain that? And then most important, once you have all that, what are the processes for delivering upon that promise that you're making to them? Only if you have processes mapped, will you be able to truly understand what your needs are? What is the data you need to collect? What is the information you need to track? What are the deliverables you need to populate? All those things will help you determine where the gaps are in your business. And only by determining that in advance can you actually start to digitally transform your business. Because again, the important term here is not digital so much as transformation. You have to have something to transform in the first place. Now, where to look once you've done that? Tip four, start with repetitive pain. Things that are repetitive involve a lot of competitive work, in particular, continually generating the same types of things over and over again, and that are, don't involve a lot of leeway, that don't involve a lot of tinkering. Basically, those are tools or those are problems that are better handled through technology than by human beings. Human beings are really good at figuring out complex relationships between things. This isn't going to work because that person behaves like in such a manner. That's fine. Can't do that. But booking, rebooking, and reminding people about meetings, that's a piece of technology that's less than $50. Sharing passwords with your staff, it's a software that's probably a couple dollars a month. Populating reports, so you don't have to re-key things in more than once, well, depends on what you're looking to put in that report. But if you can get the data in one place, you can push your button and make it happen in a second. So once you've understood what's possible, once you've identified what you do, look for the things that are repetitive and take a lot of time and keep you away from facing clients. Those are the ones that are the most useful to basically automate. And those are the ones that are most likely to have solutions. So step five, where to find those solutions? Well, I already gave you some ideas. You know, the podcast, the director I'm going to show you shortly. But your best friend in this pursuit is quite simply Google. If you think I'm kidding, I'm not. That's where 90% of my searches start. If I have a problem, something that's repetitive, type in technology tool for X, and you'll be amazed what's come up. There are so many little solutions out there that cost a couple of dollars per month that solve problems that take hours per week away from you. So start there. But don't just buy the first thing you see, of course. Don't just buy the first thing that your buddies are using. using. Because basically what you should be doing is looking at several vendors, figuring out which one of them has a feature set that meets the needs of your business back to the process I was talking about earlier. And that's the one you implement. Then six, and this is the most important step. Without this, the other ones are a waste of time. Invest in the time to learn and onboard the technology. I say this because I never ceases to amaze me how many advisors will come to me and say, I bought this because you said it was awesome. I went and did it and I'm lost and no one's using it. And I'll ask, how long have you been using it? Oh, a week. Well, how much time did you spend training? Well, I just set it up. That's not the way to handle things. There's a learning curve. Respect the fact that there's a learning curve. Don't just set aside time to get things set up. Set aside time to learn it. And then learn it so much and so well that you can turn around and train your staff on it. And make sure that not only do they do it, that they learn it, that they do it, and they're held accountable to use anything you delegate them with. Because otherwise, they'll be left on their own devices and they'll go back to their old bad habits. Now, why am I telling you to spend so much time away? from your core business and worry about all this other stuff because this is your core business. This is all about working on your business, not just within it. And 
think about this is that in the future, as things progress, there will only be two types of advisors. There will be those who grab digital innovation by the reins and basically are able to get financial plans done in under the 10 hours that are benchmarked, far less, that are able to basically produce reports and deliverables and have them ready for them automatically before the meeting even happens with no staff handling that. You'll be able to stop double entering in between systems. And you'll be able to do this all in a manner that actually protects you even more from a compliance side than anything you're currently using. Those types of advisors will basically have greater efficiencies, will have more time to face clients, will be able to have deeper, more meaningful relationships with those clients, and will basically entrench themselves. Meanwhile, they'll also have less staff because bodies are what are being replaced here, except for the expert who is the advisor. So that's one type of advisor. This is the other type of advisor, the type of advisor who basically doesn't listen to any of this, basically still isn't using e-signature, amazing, who doesn't have a CRM, who basically doesn't care about innovating any of this stuff. Now, that's the extreme example, but not listening and not innovating is not an option because this is what's going to happen. First type of advisor, well, we're always talking about issues with margin compression in this business, right? They're going to be able to combat that. Why? Because they're going to be able to spend more and more time providing more and more service and different services to clients because they made their business very efficient. So even if there is pressure on them, or more likely to survive it, even if they do have to decline, guess what? Their margins improves so much more than the people who have to staff bodies. That second type of advisor, there's only one way to scale those advisors, more bodies. So and keep that scaling your, and your top line gets crunched, your bottom line suffers. So you can either be the advisor who listens, adopts, and is an entrepreneur and takes this seriously, or you can be one, like many others who've asked me, how many more years until this becomes a problem for me? Because I'll probably just sell my business before then. And to them, I say, good luck to you because the highly digitized advisor doesn't want to buy a book at top dollar from someone who doesn't even have records of their clients properly, who has got weak engagement systems, who's got no deliverables to show them, or who basically has to take over six staff members just to keep the place running. The advisor is digitized, who can basically transfer over all their systems with a couple of usernames, and everything is done. That's a premium. That's going to be selling for a premium. The ostrich advisor sticks their head in the sand and is selling for a discount. Now, there's no meteor coming here. There's no deadline date. Not going to wipe out the dinosaurs anytime soon, but it's death by a thousand cuts. And it's going to catch up with you slowly. But for the group of people attending this call, this conference, you're looking to be in category one. And I commend you for that. And this is all about you. Today, tomorrow, and the next day are all about you. It's all about technologies that you can choose to lever. So that was my brief opening keynote for the Canadian Advisor Tech Expo. If you were kind enough to join us that day. I thank you for it. You've heard this before. If you haven't heard this, and this is the first time you've heard it, I hope you take the advice to heart if you are a financial advisor or planner, because it all applies to you. And with that, as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever is it your podcast. And until next time, take care. This podcast was brought to you by Woodgate Financial, an award-winning financial planning firm catering to high net worth individuals and their families. To learn more, go to woodgate.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, or find more episodes at jasonperera.ca.